Hello and welcome back to the Not So Fit Couple podcast with your hosts, Lucy Davis. And Benjamin Holden. And Cal Hubbard. <laughs> we have a, a very special guest with us today, but before we introduce him, this episode of the podcast is oh, so sponsored funny. by Fabletics Men. Of course, we only work with the best, as I've said previously before. And today, I am wearing the front row t-shirt, which is a nice plain tee. And I think these are the reset shorts, which I don't think that you can, can currently see. The good thing about these these objects, would you call them? Is that what it's called? Pieces of clothing. Pieces Garments. of clothing. Garments. 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 It's just like they're so high quality. And when we were training down the other week at the gym with Steve, he's asked me like where stuff was from and what it was like and stuff. Stop on faces. <laughs> people, people are allowed to have different observations on materials and he's saying how good they were. So it's um it's a pleasure to work with them. I will be telling you more about the brand, the special offers, and some of the perks of joining the VIP membership later on in the podcast. But for now, welcome, Mr. Edward, to the Not So Fickle podcast. Hello, how are we? I'm very good. I'm just going to crack open a monster. So, Cal is the one who usually produces these podcasts. I am. So, if he's looking pretty sketchy oh, yeah. during the podcast, checking audio levels and stuff. Yeah, apologies. That'll be his natural tendencies. Running around, just making sure levels are good. Um, we've got a bit of a different setup today because obviously three we've of us We've got are a here. triple mic set up. Yeah. Considering we're not in an actual... To be fair, this this room in the house turns into a podcast studio, doesn't it? Yeah, it does it, pretty well, doesn't it? Yeah. It actually genuinely does. Yeah, super yeah. quick as well. And would you like to do the honours of telling people what to do with the um, British Podcast Awards? Oh, wow. Hit the link in the first line of the description. Submit for the Not So Fit Couple podcast and then check your email address. It's a bit of a ball lake, but you just got to do it. Got to go through, check your email address. I've done it just one time because yes. that's the only time I'm <laughs> yeah. allowed to do Legal it. You can't do it more than once, can you? No. Um, well, you can if you've got like five email you've addresses. you've got a million emails, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, we wouldn't ask you to do that. Yeah. I think... <laughs> we uh, would not. I don't know when the... I don't know why I'm checking my watch. Like, it's going to tell me when the voting I closes. I don't know when the voting closes. I presume it's some point mid-July, so... Double check that. Make sure you get your votes in because basically if we lose, we're never going to record another episode again. Yeah, I'll be out of a job. Just that- <laughs> out, literally. That would be so sad, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. But we do love the podcast and what I've noticed as well during, we're not in lockdown anymore, but during COVID, a lot of people were quite highly anxious and we always got the messages that the podcast really helped relieve their anxiety, yeah. which is actually so nice to hear coming mm-hmm. from someone who has anxiety. Yeah. Being able to, can you imagine being able just to listen to to us, yeah. have a chat, and it reduces their anxiety? Yeah. How nice. I've, I think when we've, I know we've only done a couple of trips like away, we've been to Birmingham a couple of times, London a couple of times, we've met some other people. And the one thing that they always mention straight away is, oh, the podcast. Yeah. yeah. And if like, do you know when like people say to you like, or oh, what what is your goal or what is the meaning of your life? To be able to to go somewhere and someone come up to you and say like, oh, the podcast like helped me through lockdown or changed my life. Hmm. There's there's not much else that I would wish for in life than be able to go to different places places and people come and tell me that they've had their life changed by hmm. the content that we've yeah. between the three of us created. But that's so great about a podcast, isn't it? It's it's free. You do, all you have to do is listen. Hmm. There's nothing com- complicated about it. It's genuinely popping a pair of headphones, zone out and just listen, mm-hmm. which is which is kind of the beauty of a podcast as well. Like you don't feel like, yeah. do you know, when you need some time off social media, mm. y- you can. You can just sit there and yeah. listen to the I used to be quite so confused fit. by podcasts. Like, it's quite a weird... It's like a radio show, isn't it, basically? But it's people that you want to listen to. It's not like... Yeah. You're not like, forced to listen to it. Exactly. It's like between nine and ten, I've got to listen to like Chris Evans or something, you know. It's like, I want to listen to these people talk about yeah, this yeah. topic. Let's get it on. I think that's a good thing as well, because they're all on topics. You can know... You can, if we, we're ever talking about something like, Ben, shut the fuck up. Like, you just skip the episode. Yeah, literally. Yeah, 100%. But um, I think, firstly, Cal, would you like to tell people what you do? Yeah. Um, I'm Cal. Uh, I basically just take pictures and put them on the internet. Put them on the internet. Yeah. Um, no, so I'm content manager for the My Coach School. Um, you've probably seen, yeah, if, you, if you're watching this podcast, you've 
seen some of the stuff that I've made because um, I edit all the podcasts. Yeah. I do all the filming. Um, and yeah, I'm just kind of behind the scenes looking very unphotogenic and <laughs> the cameras basically that's me. Um, but yeah, so I also do like big picture, like I do a lot of the back end stuff at the school. So uploading the trainers and then filming the new trainers. Um, and then we also look after a lot of the branded content that Lucy and Ben do um, on the side, obviously with their Instagram platforms and then help film YouTube videos from time to time. And being YouTube videos from time to time last from week. time to time, yeah. Uh, yeah, you were in mine as well also, the glute workout. I, I was in the glute workout, People yeah. really love you. They're oh, just like, oh, Cal. Last week I had like Cal for the day. So yeah, go and I check like that Cal one out. It's my YouTube channel. Link in the bio. The tuna melts. Yeah, oh like they've gone down tree, by the way. Yeah, as they should. They're so good, honestly. You, you basically, you make everything look fucking great this is why i'm here yeah thank you truly though isn't it yeah cal works with us i would say not for us like i know in the structural sense that's what it means but in regards like the way that we work we work as like a collective we work as a team we move we move forward but i think um we basically want to do an episode today because we get we get quite a lot of questions i think about personal training, about business, about moving things forward. So we thought it would be a good idea to get Cal on today to talk about things from like an external point of view and coming into the business and also coming into like the fitness industry as a whole to get to get his view and get your view mm-hmm. on that. Um, so first, how did we how did we all meet? How did we meet? Do it, you remember? Yeah, because yeah. if I'm thinking of the right thing in the gym. Except, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I was... And I even remember what I was wearing everything. We were really? in... The gym, what I've forgotten the name of that gym. Pure Gym Bidston. Pure Gym Bidston. The gym gym. The gym gym. The gym gym, yeah. And Cal basically you just came up to me to start, didn't you? Or did you come up to both of us? Yeah. Oh, you explain it, you're probably better explaining it than me. Yeah, so basically I was um applying for a job with Gymshark at the time, um, as a photographer. It was like a position that they had open. Um and I was looking for a more full time position because I was freelancing, doing like weddings and like food photography, just every kind of photography, but wanted to get into like fitness. Um, and so then I knew that I needed to kind of spice up my portfolio. So then, yeah, just kind of um, walked up to Ben and said, all right, mate, can I take pictures of your muscles? And then, so Ben said, yeah, of course, just... Um, just follow me to the changing rooms, let's go. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, yeah, I took a few pictures under a towel. And, uh, <laughs> no, so that was it. And then... That was, that was for me, only fans account though. That's not getting Yeah. But... yeah. <laughs> But yeah, and then so like a week later, we shot a week later. I met Lucy. I don't think I met you that first day. No, I well, I obviously was thinking of the first time that I met you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. First time we met, I think you just kind of came in. I was sat talking to Ben. Yeah, yeah. And you just gave me a big hug literally the minute I saw you. What were your before meeting Lucy? What was your initial? Con- conceptions or perception? Oh, you yeah, had yeah. a what was your perception, mate? I found it really well. So, funny because you're like an influencer, I've worked, I've worked with like influencers before, so I knew that you're all like normal people. Like, before <laughs> working with influencers, I used to see them as like, oh my god, they're like celebrities. They're like, uh, but no, everyone's just normal people who just I, I see Instagram as like a metric of how well you market yourself and like how much effort you put into that platform. It's not like you're some crazy mm. individual who's like unattainable and like. Some people act like that and they're just arseholes. We don't talk to those people. But no, I, I knew you'd be like a normal person, but I thought you might be like a bit reserved, a bit quiet. But no, you literally, as soon as I was like, oh my God, how are you doing, man? It was just <laughs> well, so super energetic, yeah. It was nice. It was lovely. Um, and yeah, and then we just kind of hit it off. And then, so then we did, what did we do? We shot some, I think it was literally just photos. Like it was more for me, to be honest, which is really nice as well, because you guys, I don't think you even really used the photos. It was just so I, I could I remember we portfolio. shot some of the new Gymshark Vital Seamless stuff yes. in the blue. Yeah. I use that? But like, I look back at those photos and I hate them. <laughs> They're just not the right style. But it was a learning process. Live and, learn. um, and yeah, so then we started using those photos. And then, so then at one point you needed someone who had studio experience to like shoot some, I think it was like product launch. You guys yeah, we had the product launch of the bands, um, barber pads and stuff like that, didn't we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you just kind of messaged me and said, yeah. do you know how to shoot a studio? I was like, so I, I said, yeah, of course, I'm really good at shooting like studio photography. I'd never done studio <laughs> shoot before in my life. So like for the next three days, I was up on YouTube for like, like no joke, I probably spent like four hours a day on YouTube, like how do I set it up? And so I walked in um, and yeah, kind of knew what I was doing. So then studio shots were good. We just kind of started working together, didn't we? Um, yeah, I think um, we already had it, someone doing the content creation then. Mm-hmm. So when you first did stuff, 
um, it was for your like portfolio and stuff. Yeah. But I think if you don't, sometimes it's weird, like what can happen by just literally speaking to someone yeah, and like just putting your, getting outside your comfort zone a little bit, taking a bit of a gamble and just going and having a conversation because you never know where a conversation is going to lead to in the future. And the com- we had that conversation like, it was like two years ago, two and a half years ago. It must have been two and a half years ago. Oh my God, was it two and a half years ago? And then mm. from there, we had, at that time... It was? No sort of intentions to take anyone yeah. else on. But then two years later after that conversation, you're now working with us full time. Yeah, yeah. So that's how we do is kind of like small conversations of just plant the seed and then... Yeah, literally. Then yeah. build up to and lead to. Obviously from there, we did some freelance stuff together because you were... Yeah doing some stuff for us like through COVID and yep. then you started with us. I think well, pre-COVID. You, yeah, it was pre-COVID. You, We were like outsourcing some work to you mm. and then it got to August and we were like, do you want to come down to to York? To the first app meeting. For the app yeah. meeting then we asked yeah. you on the train. Yeah, yeah. That's when we did like the meeting, oh, didn't we? On the train yeah, being like the meeting, contract. Yeah. So then that was all for the app meeting and then literally... We went to Lanzarote for six weeks and you, you were full-time. Yeah, that was quite a fun introduction to work. To I know. Yeah, I was thinking that. Imagine, uh, so our, like our culture of our business is very, it's relaxed, but it's also productive as hell. Yeah, it's very fast-paced. That changes. Yeah, well, it's frequently. super fast-paced, but obviously you've got to make sure. I think like in any business that like, you're looking after people who work with you. Yeah. And well, obviously we went out to Lanzarote once for right. a week. Twice. Yeah. No, I mean, we oh, went yeah. out. First time. First time for a week. Came back. That was when you first started, wasn't it, as well, basically? Yeah, I don't think you were full-time then. No, the I, was, first... I was full-time for oh, sure. From, from November. Yeah. But we went out in October, didn't we, the first time? No. No, because you we... asked me to start working with you in August, so I'm, I would have been full-time in September. Full-time September, yeah. 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 September. Okay, yeah. yeah. So we went out for, like, a holiday, didn't we? Literally. For a week Let's in October. Week. Let's just yeah. go for a yeah. week, shoot some content. Came back. We unpacked and then literally because yeah. we were quarantining weren't we? we were quarantining yeah, yeah. Lanzarote went off the list and we just flew back out for six yeah. weeks so initially was on like a list where we had to quarantine for 10 days maybe 10 or 12 and then like three days into our yeah. quarantine we all quarantined uh, it went onto a green list which was like oh you don't need to don't quarantine because yeah. Lanzarote was like so far away from actual mainland Spain there was no COVID there really yeah so we didn't need to quarantine so Lucy DM and said are we going oh the group actually we've got like a team group yeah like, we're going back out to Lanzarote boys and then I literally was, that literally night within like flights that night didn't I within an hour and a half of them going on the green list we were like due to fly out the next Monday yeah Mad. it was the, I remember the turnaround I'm a I'm a week in advance packet I was just so stressed like, 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 and, 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 and oh before, my right? god yeah. but then yeah we were in Lanzarote for six weeks the reason we stayed so there productive. so long is because we were out there and then the UK went into lockdown we were like yeah, yeah, not absolutely not back. fucking coming back to sit in my house for four weeks. So we're yeah, just sitting here in the sun. We were completely compliant with the rules, and then all the gyms here in the UK were shut, and so we're like an online. And the thing that some people don't really kind of understand is that they see that you guys are English, we're based in England, mm. but like we have customers in like hundreds of countries, oh, like 178. Yeah, it's insane amount. So like we need to be producing content for them who mm. might not be suffering local Doing restrictions, stuff, yeah. and so having access to. Full gyms in Lanzarote, like they were. We had to wear masks. But other than that, it was great. Um, and so, yeah, that was yeah, kind of, that was we it. just kind of stayed out there. Just have a after. Lived the life for six weeks. Yeah, yeah. it was great. It was, it was the yeah. fucking best. I can't wait to we talk about it all the time yeah. because we are going to go out again and stay there for like a considerable amount of time. Some people call it like Lanzagrotti and say it's like an nah, absolute scabble. There are some places that are Yeah, grotty we went into quite a, ni- a nice area and I think you really oh. appreciate it once you go out there into certain areas and do certain things. Like it was just, a belt of time when it like we yeah, just the, the day to day was get up have a monster yeah oh, go and train like an outdoor gym uh-huh. like training the sun is sick like you just get a completely different vibe from it yeah. and then we would go to the supermarket like it was cheap as well yeah get a load of food and eat cheap cheese and plastic oh sa- like i love that cheap shitty cheese yeah, me too. which is just literally like plastic we used to on your sandwich you two and did that no. the, the bread they had they had the anti-crush bread so it was like all the yeah, crust yeah, bread literally no, that was great yeah. a little bit of lettuce and salad a little bit of mayo yeah that was lunch whatever little snack for the day then we would chill 
barbecue every oh, evening at seven o'clock, like a massive feast, a massive feast, and every it'd be like night. a nine p.m. walk, still really warm. Yeah, and Lucy, you'd always have your steps boxed off by then. So I, me and yeah, Ben generally. I'm the type of person when I'm like, I was always on that trampoline, wasn't I? And it was like like tracking my steps while being on the trampoline. So I'd always hit my steps by the time you two go on a nighttime walk. I'm not a massive fan of walking in the dark. It's just not really for me. That's fair enough. So yeah. I, I just, just we always really at into home. It. We had head torches. We yeah, had, we did. Yeah. yeah, we went all out. We went fucking bare grills on it. But it I think the other thing you've got to realize is though, after you, it's, I like walking in the evening. I like walking after I had something to eat. Yeah. Reason why is it helps your digestive system. Hence, it helps you poo better as well. Mm. Get the digestive and, uh, and the bowels moving. So it's always a good thing. But that was an epic, epic time. And then. Yeah. From there, we went into another lockdown, and uh, we just continued to. We've been grafting for like the last five many months just yeah. to get this. Yeah, the we've had some pushbacks with it, and here we are. What would your What would your advice be to someone who is uh, what's the terminology? Look, not a content creator, looking to get into like your line of work, whether it be like freelance or whether it's someone who wants to work for someone else or up improving their game to do with photography and videography. What do you really maybe like three basic pieces of advice be? Well, I think, so a lot of people like message me and say, what course did you do at university? And like, I studied zoology at university. Like I studied animals. You studied ants? Uh, yeah, literally <laughs> I was studying ants in a jungle in Costa Rica for like months. So like, you don't need to specifically study photography, but what you need to do is just take a shit load of bad photos and just be really bad to start with. Just keep shooting, keep learning. It's the same with anything. Like you're never going to be a professional bodybuilder when you start lifting your first weights, but you need to yeah. put the you need to put the graft in, um, and you need to just shoot. You need to also enjoy it. So, um, yeah, just just work at it, keep shooting, um, and then don't be afraid to take on projects that are too big for you. Um, if, if there's money involved, then take on projects that are within your wheelhouse. But if it's for free, take on a project that's like a daunting task, shoot it, and like just just learn. Um, like I shot a wedding in. I shoot in London no I shot an engagement in London just completely it was like a free engagement for some people and I'd never shot an engagement before in my life completely shit myself again was like staying up for like three days learning like how to shoot I literally googled like how to shoot wedding uh, engagement photos Mm. ended up going down completely smashed it out of the park ended up booking like three weddings off the back of it and then that's how like I snowballed into like shooting weddings um but yeah so another thing is just like get in touch with people um and just so I'm a big proponent of free work. I don't know about how you guys feel about it. That's but how we started. Yeah, like a lot of people in the media sphere, at least, say like, oh, you shouldn't be, know your worth and always never take like free work ever. And I couldn't disagree with that more. It's so good if you're in a position to be able to do it, to just take on a free project for someone and say, hey, I can create this level of content for you. I'm going to do it for you for free once. If you like the photos, then work with me again, but then we'll start charging. It's such a good way of getting in the door. That's how I started shooting with you. It's how I started shooting with a company I worked in, with in Bali. I was interning in Bali for like three months, living out there, just literally because I emailed them and said, hey, I'll do some free work for you to start with. So yeah, that's really good. Um, and then just YouTube, honestly, like if, if there's anything yeah. you're struggling with, if there's a style that you want to replicate, like find a photographer you really like, maybe me, maybe someone else, maybe anyone on Instagram that you like, or even in the media world on YouTube, whoever. And then just see how can I create images, videos, content that looks like that and just kind of rip them off and then, you know, start to make it your own. That's kind of And that's the biggest thing. That's how we started. Like, and people buy, and this goes if you're a personal trainer as well, people buy off results and feedback. And if you've got no results and no feedback, it's difficult to build up that trust and authority of an industry. Hence, like if you're a personal trainer, you need to work with like 10 people for free to build up a portfolio of results. I like taking images for free to build up a portfolio. Where the same the same methodology works and transitions into every industry. You've got to be willing to like put the graft in first. And I agree now that like once you build up that trust and authority and you are like a reptile figure and you are good at what you do that you shouldn't work for free. Yeah. But until that point if you've done that, you need to fucking get amongst it you need to do shit because there's other people who will do it for free so you've got you've got to be willing to to do stuff like that to in order to to get along but another thing that cal since he's been on with us has introduced me to is 
Oh, for That's God's it. sake. Come on, there it is. is. Lucy Davis, you don't struggle with this. Do you know what this is? It's a male dildo. It's a nostril dildo. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is, I've not used this yet. Mate, I this changed my life. I'm not even joking about this. I got Ben onto this. Basically, as, as we're growing up, as we're men, little, little hairs in the nostril really become a bit of an issue. And if you start plucking them out, A, it hurts like fuck. <laughs> you okay? Yeah. But then also like sometimes they get infected. It's just a whole like it's a problem. This thing changed my life. Does it hurt? Not even remotely. You yeah, can't so even feel it. That's not eyebrow trimmer and ear trimmer as yeah, well, isn't it? Make it Here in. we go. Come on. It's first time for everything. Oh! <laughs> oh. <laughs> Did that hurt? It feels really weird. Mate, trust me, get it in there. You didn't even get anything Get then, it in there, then. let's go. She'll do it to you. No, I don't have trust nostril me. hairs like you coming out of your nose. I don't. You do, I, I can don't. see it. <laughs> You've got a hair sticking out your nose. Just get it in. Move it around. Oh, it feels weird. It's so weird. But mate, you will have pristine nostrils. I'm not doing it now. I'll do it another time, Lucy. It's like, not. you've just pulled them all out now. Have I? Yeah. Oh. How is that? <laughs> it's, uh, it was an experience. Yeah, I'm glad, you, I'm glad we went through that together. Yeah. Uh, but you're sniffing up your cut hair no, now. No, 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 it sucks me. Down into the thing. Oh, does it? Yeah. And it goes into the thing, does it? I think so, yeah. It's a little torture as well. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you've got very cavernous nostrils. Cavernous? Like that's Large. Hard. Cavernous. Oh, that was a uh, first on the podcast as well. So if you if you watch it on YouTube. Do you think many podcasts in the world have had people live nostril trimming? I think that's the first one you know in what? the whole entire We're breaking world. New ground Make sure that you like the video on YouTube because that is uh, the first in the world for, for everything. Do you know what? Sorry, I'm just having like a backlash thing. Do you know what's so Backlash. important about that um, working for free as well? I think you've got to be a certain type of person. Mm. And if you're the certain type of person who can work for free mm. and graph that period of time, you'll do well. Yeah. There'll be some people who think, no, no, I can't work for free because that means I've failed. No, no, no. That's, they'll, that's have, they'll have an approach. Because yeah. I know a lot of personal trainers who I spoke to, like, I like, you've got to coach some people for free. Yeah. What are you offering them? They're like, no, like, I'm not going to make money. Well, you're not going to make money in the long term yeah, yeah. unless you can offer that to start with. We did it for a very long time, yeah. actually, when we started the business. I think it's really important. You need to know when the cutoff, like, so if I want to break into a new, say I wanted to go into property photography, to say, like, that's the one area of my portfolio, I reckon, or one of the areas that's, like, lacking. I'd just get into, I'd email, like, 10 um, property developers locally. Um, I could probably go to, like, more high-end ones now because I've got a portfolio of other stuff, but I'd just say, hey, I'm looking to start learning, or I'm looking to break into property photography. I'm an experienced photographer. Here's an example of what I've shot before, even if it's just like family portraits or whatever, but I've got like a big portfolio of work now. I'd say, I'll come along to three houses this week. I'll shoot the hell out of them. Won't charge you a penny. If you like the photos, all I'll ask for is that I can use them in my portfolio and that you just give me a little copy on the thing. That, yeah. That's worth nothing, but it just means that I get something out of the exchange. And then once I've shot that, I've got three different houses. If I went to a high-end place, that'd all look really good for my portfolio. And then I'd just bang that into a PDF and send that out to mm. as many property places as I wanted to. And then I could, like, that's a very easy way of doing it. And then you just got, yeah, a new portfolio. I think the biggest thing is, though, you've you've genuinely got to enjoy it and you've got a real passion for photography. And it's, it's the same with us this. And I remember some girl commented on a post that I put about fat loss ages ago. And she's like, oh, you don't, you don't, you put, the reason you push dieting and weight loss is because you want to make money from it. I was like, I didn't become a personal trainer yeah. because I thought it was going to be the job which is going to give me the most money in the world. Yeah, literally. N not, not a chance. Yeah. If you want to make the most money in the world, if you're doing something else like fucking trading or bank or bank or something where there's loads of financial yeah. gain from where that isn't in, in personal training, obviously you can you can kind of excel yourself to as, as far as you want within the industry, but I didn't get into it because I wanted to make money. Yeah. Not by a long shot. you got to, you got to do it because you enjoy it Especially in our country, you got to do because you enjoy helping people. Yeah. Like I said at the start of the podcast, there's no better feeling for me than, than speaking to someone I don't know and having an impact on their life. And the same for you. You can see it when you take photos that you have a real passion for it and you've got to have that, mm. I believe, before yeah. before anything else. Yeah, no, it's, I, I mean, I, so my plan was to go and be a vet. That was the, the plan. I was going to study zoology, then do a master's transfer into a three-year vet course at Liverpool Uni. That was the plan. I had really good grades. I was more than like capable of doing it. It's just, I just kind of fell in love with taking photos and the idea of like another three years of uni and then just working in a veterinary surgery for three years while I got like seven years of just 
kind of grafting and not doing what I wanted to do. Didn't seem like what I wanted to do really. So mm. yeah, just kind of yeah went with the went with the passion. It seems to have worked out quite well so far. So mm. yeah, I'm gonna stick with it. That's the plan. Okay, big important question now. Dum, dum, dum. What is it like to work with us? Mm. Fucking draining, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I enjoy it. No, it's good. It's yeah, I can. Have you got? Have you got the P forty six ready? The best. <laughs> uh, I can comfortably say it's the best job I've had. It's great. Yeah, really fun. It's yeah. It's mega probably flexible. so different, isn't it? Yeah, it's ridiculously different. Like, it's yeah, you can't. Like the other week, we just went. Is this you giving the description? Cal, what Cal's no, no, I want to hear. No, I was just saying, like, so some of the YouTube videos we've done, mm. like Lands What I Want, we went off the whole day mm. and just like swam in a pool. We're in the sun, eating food. Literally. The Michael Phelps one, the same thing. Mm. We just. Which you can't really explain it, can you? It's, nah. it's that doesn't feel like work. No, exactly. It doesn't feel like work at yeah. all. And like, so when there is work that needs to be done, so like, obviously, my day to day isn't let's go and, um, okay, so my day to day is pretty much flexible. I, I'm mm. available to you two to shoot whatever we want, whenever you want, and we make it look good. Um, but then there's also like actual responsibilities like I need to liaise with the app team I need to get content put up on the back end I need to make sure everything's polished loads of just like regular boring editing but then if ever I'm feeling snowed under I just say hey feeling a bit overwhelmed Lucy dives on helps with this Ben helps with this Mm. really flexible Um, yeah it's great honestly like working for you guys is the best because like if I ever if I ever have any problem I don't even think twice about like mentioning it to you. I, I never think, oh, I wonder how Ben thinks about this. It's, yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. If someone gets in touch with me and says, hey, um, we want you to come and do a photo shoot in, I don't know, in the middle of Manchester. Or if Ben calls me up at like 11 o'clock at night and says, what are you up to tomorrow? I said, oh, I just need to edit some things. He says, cool. Harry Akins, an Olympic sprinter that we know, is um, looking for a photographer to shoot something for Land Rover. You're supposed to be working tomorrow. Take the day off. It's absolutely fine. Drive down, shoot this thing because Ben knows I'm a massive fan of Land Rover. Mental. Like, yeah. that would never, ever, ever happen in another job. It's super chill. Um, I think that's the thing is like when we've had conversations about like your friends who work in maybe corporate work on 9 to 5, the comparisons of like more so. And I think I had a question about her on Instagram story the other day about like my future aspirations for like um i think personal business and fitness like business for me was just to create as much freedom as possible because that is the ultimate like i i know people who have loads of money who are absolutely miserable yeah and i I don't know that's what it's about because they just work 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 to have like freedom is like beyond anything else the point where like we we do now we can just fuck off and do something and go and live somewhere else for six weeks is like yeah the ultimate for me Mm. yeah like I've got friends who are just hating their nine to five. Um, and yeah, I'm making like really good money doing it, but like, yeah, not looking forward to work at all. Don't enjoy what they do, no passion for it. And yeah, I just kind of have the exact opposite, you know? I, mm-hmm. I love coming to work every day. It's fun. <laughs> Seriously, like I'm not even just saying that because Ben Lucy here, it genuinely is the most fun. What? Okay, next question was, what did you not expect? Like what was the thing you, you walked into position and you're like, okay, what was the thing that like, you didn't expect? And you can be as open or as honest with these. What I didn't expect. Um, I don't know. What didn't I Putting expect? Putting you on the spot. I was pretty, I think I was pretty, I think I knew everything that the position entailed, to be honest. Like, there's a lot of web Well, even stuff. coming to the business, like, things you're like, oh, I didn't know that. that was, like, kind of the case. I didn't know that. that kind of it's thing been interesting happened. to see, like, a different side of the fitness industry. Like, going yeah. to meetings with, like, big supplement companies or... Um, yeah, like meeting a lot of different people. Like obviously COVID's been a bit of a cockpit. Yeah, block. you kind of came in when like we just got into COVID, so. Yeah, but and so on one hand, yeah, I've come in and not had as much like flexibility. Like we've not gone to IFS, we've not gone to these crazy trips. We've only been to Lanzarote once. Like, listen, I'm yeah. talking about only going to like the south of Spain for like six weeks. Or <laughs> not, not like but like, yeah, COVID's been a bit of a cockpit. But at the same time, Freelancing during COVID was the absolute worst. I was making like way less money than I used to make. Like all my weddings canceled. And that was like a big part of my income. And so like, it's been so good. It's been so good to have like a really consistent full-time salaried career position. It's progressing me in my career. Like I have people contacting me on LinkedIn all the time through COVID. That is no joke. Like to have that kind of flexibility and like- 100%. 
clearly having people who are interested in my skills, even through COVID. And like for a lot of photographers I know, they've had to take like, oh, I'll just go and work in a restaurant through COVID, try and get some furlough pay. I know people who've taken like positions at Boots, like because it's like a, an area that's um, not been affected. I know I didn't want Farms, to do that, yeah. but like, yeah, to, to have career progression through COVID is like, I couldn't have, yeah. Yeah, when you offered this position, I, I obviously jumped at the chance because I know I want to work mm-hmm. with you guys. But also, yeah, like I said, I'm like progressing in my career through COVID, which has been so good. So, so, so good. But yeah, that's pretty I think good. that's one of the biggest things that we spoke about this previously is like work culture and relationships within the work environment is like so, so, so important because if you work with people that you don't get on with, day to day just becomes an absolute yeah. drain. I'm sure there'll be people who will listen to the podcast who will go into work or go into offices and be like, miserable because they, and i had that experience when i worked for the police i was i was miserable because of some of the people that i had to work with on a day-to-day basis and it made my day-to-day absolutely terrible yeah and you've got to think like how much time you're spending with that with that absolute c-u-n-t yeah literally and those people that you dislike and how miserable that can make your day and how much better can make your day just by working with people that you really get on with and gel with how much more creative you can be in those kind of environments when you bounce off those people and again there's those times like surround yourself with the five people that you yeah whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or better than you whatever to, to increase the the ceiling that you're working yeah. at and you'll always kind of catch those people up because you're all working that field and yeah, i think yeah. it's the same with what we're doing and it's the same like when we look at other people and like again we want to go and do more events and we want to go and do other stuff and you're looking at other people in within the field that you want to do stuff with and i think it's good to have that almost like a group cohesion and you're all on the same couldn't page and stuff yeah couldn't agree more yeah i was yeah i was think i think i was maybe a bit apprehensive about coming on to start with because it was just you two and me like we are the three people behind my coach school like obviously you two are the main driving force but yeah i was not worried about it but like obviously being so close with you guys day to day we're going to become mates yeah. and like we're like friends now close friends mm-hmm. and i didn't know whether that would be an issue like if ben i don't know not that i'm this guy but like maybe if Ben ever said, oh, mate, could you just jump on this? I'd be like, oh, why is my mate telling me to just do some work? That's yeah, never yeah, been an yeah. issue at all. Like, it's it's never been like that. Um, so, yeah, that was something that I thought might have been an issue, but clearly hasn't become an issue. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah. I think even if you know, like, I think if it's very clearly set out and you're all on the same page as shit, it, it's easy to to do mm. and, and easy to to manage. And, and also we get other people to do other stuff for us so it takes us the stress of us being able to do more creative yeah. stuff because obviously we have the app team and the web team and the marketing team who take off a lot of stress from the stuff that we do so we can create yeah good educational fun and entertaining content as well yeah i think, I think go on no no you, you go. i was gonna say i think that's the thing for us we we don't want to take on loads of people in-house because we, it, we have a good we dynamic we have a good free. dynamic we rather have marketing app and web elsewhere and outsource because we don't want that structure we don't want that like the structure of being in an office yeah. we've we did that, we've we? done it and mm. we just it wasn't for us we're a very lifestyle business so us three being in-house makes a lot of sense mm. rather than having like we could, we could have like the marketing team in house and this and that, but then you need a massive office and that's just not how we work well yeah. as yeah, a no. business. And the thing is in this modern age, like for real, we could do everything we do with our laptop and a couple yeah. of hard drives, a couple of cameras and some batteries. Yeah. We could go to any country in the world. As long as we've got an internet connection, we're sound. Yeah. So like COVID's obviously not been great, but like we could have gone to Bali traveled out there, mm-hmm. shot content, the content would all look fresh, amazing, and that's great. And that's why I think trying to keep the team as small, as, obviously when it becomes a limiting factor, like we can't create enough content and we need to bring people on. But like keeping it us three at the moment, I think when COVID eases, it's gonna be super. Yeah, it keeps dynamic. 100%. Super handy, yeah, and flexible. 100%, yeah. 100%. I think um, one of the other things that, which would be interesting for a lot of people is obviously from an external point coming in, what you're kind of now obviously you came from an outside position into like the thick of it mm. and you'll see a lot more of it especially if we do events and stuff and obviously you've met a lot of people yeah. our friends and stuff from the fitness industry um and a lot of great people like obviously harry mm. 
Um, we met Stephen Morgan the other week. Yeah, Ryan, uh, Ryan Terry, Terry. Loads of just big names. Uh, a few other people from the USN. Yeah. Uh, we went and met the Bomber the and stuff Bomber, the other yeah. week. What is your kind of like views now? Would you say uh, from like looking in like maybe two years ago to the fitness industry hmm. to like your experience now being in like the heart of it? How do you think your maybe your views have changed or what were what were your views of the fitness industry back then to what the, the, is going on now? Hmm. I know it's a very open question yeah, yeah. and it's, it's like very is it multifaceted because there's yeah. so many different things going on just dive in with, talk about it yeah. yeah so like i've always been into fitness like i was very sporty growing up used to play tons of sports um but the fitness industry itself i've always been like very interested in like i used to watch youtube vloggers and it's been very interesting like i used to watch steve cook vlogs when i was in uni and then meeting him the other day was a bit mental um yeah, no, the industry itself's interesting. It's it's very. Um... We interrupt this podcast with a quick shout out to the sponsor of this week's episode, which is Fabletics Men. I've been with Fabletics now for two years, and the reason why I've been with them for so long is for one, probably multiple reasons, but the the main reason is for quality. A massive, big, big believer that quality is is key within anything in life. I think the biggest thing for me is like I'm one of those people who loves to just wear gym wear all the time, whether it's just a chill and relaxing, uh, whether it's a training, and I'm pretty much just like a real life sloth, and I like to be able to like chill in something and then go to the gym in it really quickly, and I think that's what the Fablex men active wear brand apparel allows me to do because it's really simple, basic well fitted easy to train in and it's comfy so it's pretty much just a win-win for me now if you become a vip member new vip members can get two pairs of shorts for 24 quid or you can get 55 percent off single items becoming a vip member is completely free and will give you between 30 to 70 percent off every single month and you can also shop or skip any month you can sweat and test the products and you can cancel any time and if you do become a VIP member of Fabletics Family, make sure that you use my name or you select the podcast name, the Not So Fit Couple podcast, in the quiz. I will leave the links to Fabletics Men in the podcast description and in the YouTube description for you to shop Fabletics Men. Yeah, um, I get what you're trying to say. Yeah. it's know. Well, you probably also didn't realize how much shit there is in the industry in terms of how people market themselves yeah. for money how yeah so this how, is, I, it's kind of what yeah. i was dancing around i didn't want to kind of dive it into is, it is so there's a yeah. lot of bullshit in the industry and we base ourselves yeah. off That's, of breaking that down yeah i don't think i could work for you guys if you put out a lot of the shit that a lot of these influencers put out because there's a lot of people who are putting out workouts and putting out buy this product buy this and it's clearly just a brand endorsement and they don't give two shits about it they don't care about booty tea they don't care about oh this is a a slimming corset that is like doing this and like and i i'm obviously very in tune with a lot of the practices that media people put out there so like the photoshop techniques a lot of the the warping stuff and i think people would be blown away if they saw the kind of kind of stuff that people like kim kardashian how do you do that on photos as in when you cinch people's yeah so like oh i see yeah i think working with you guys i've I can comfortably say I've used Photoshop once on a photo of the two of you that I put up, and that was when Lucy had a spot on her nose yeah. that she was like, any chance you can just get rid of this? And I went, yep, touched it once. I've used it one time. In yeah, like, that was in, it was in Lanzarote. Yeah, exactly, in Lanzarote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. massive, I don't know if it was a bite of a spot. Yeah, exactly. I remember when my penis was hanging out the bottom of my shorts as well. <laughs> it's just, it's <laughs> fucking so long yeah, sometimes, Carl has to edit it out because yeah. it's not suitable for yeah. Instagram. But then a lot of people don't kind of see that. Um, and like there was, there was stuff released with, I don't know if you saw Kendall Jenner. Um, she had like something yes. in a bikini, like a red bikini and someone zoomed in on it and you could yeah. see that her actual skin was rippling from where a video editor had like not very accurately. There was all with Kim as well, like on Navit where the yeah. thing went over and it like, brrr, a finger. Few, yeah. yeah. And that's so damaging for people. Like that's so, so bad. Like growing up, I used to look at like people like Steve Cook or like, um, not Simeon Panda, but like these people who are like, oh, I'm a natural bodybuilder. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, cool story, bro. Yeah. 
And like growing up, I might have been like, oh, maybe he is. He's just like genetically gifted. Yeah. And I, I've come through it now and I've seen, oh, actually. That's geez. a very good point. You start to see the people who you've, you've fucked up to and gone, okay, they're natty, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they you they claim like, that and definitely not. Clearly not. Yeah. There's a lot of that bullshit. And then, yeah, I just feel for a lot of the girls, to be honest, because, and, and, and guys, but girls as well, because there are some people out there who are just either genetic freaks or who are just like clearly photoshopping their images. Um, and I just feel terrible for them to kind of have to, yeah. To feel think, they have to do that. I think that. the other thing that you see though is like, you'll see the, the, the companies and the individuals who pivot and change content depending on what is popular at that time. Yeah, for sure. Like there are people out there who are putting up workouts that are like, who, who've spoken about in the past, we, I'm not going to name names, but there are some people who have said like, like six months ago, you can find a video where they're saying, oh my God, these people just put up these workouts that are completely irrelevant. And like, this is not a workout. Like, was it tray serves we saw? Like an exercise where people have a, a dumbbell and they go yeah. like this. A fucking bullshit. Yeah, and they put out a video like six months ago, like, oh, this is absolute nonsense. You can't do that. And then the same people are putting up those workouts. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, do a Y press. And it's like, no, yeah. what you do? Like, there are probably, I don't know. When we filmed our VIP, we refilmed the VIP section of our, our workout library. Yeah. There are maybe 50 workout, 50 exercises total that you need to do yeah. in order to build a great physique. And these people are like, no, do like a spinning, pivoting, 360 curtsy lunge with eight yeah. kilo dumbbells strapped to your neck. And it's like, <laughs> no, it looks cool on Instagram. It looks really it cool. Sells, yeah. And people look at it and go, oh, maybe that exercise is the reason why she looks that good. And it's like, no, the reason she looks that good is she's genetically gifted. She trains like fuck day in, day out. She never does these exercises. She probably does six exercises total for legs and they're the same workouts day in day out day in day mm -hmm. out and that's the thing the thing that we kind of promote that lots of things you, you train with me pretty much like most days yeah another big perk of working with you guys yeah so and obviously you see what lucy trains we we pretty much do the same shit week in week yeah. out and we're just consistent it doing works. it and that's how you get results yeah. it's just not sexy to say do the same shit day in day out you don't need to change it every five minutes yeah. in order to yeah. to get a result but and, I'm, I'm, and and I think that's why a lot of people would go down fad based shit. But then you, you see people who just like pivot with stuff in regards to they know that for 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 some people in the industry, body positivity is popular. They know that um, bending over backwards to cause a skin fold on the left hand side and clench the left butt cheek creates more cellulite, so it's gonna get more likes yeah, at the moment because yeah, people yeah. are all about relatability, bro. So you'll see a lot of that shit going on, and I think it's easy to pick up now that you're kind of in tune with what's going on yeah for sure do you know yeah. what you know about those like the skin folding over ones i think if i because me and cal me ben and cal all collaborate on ideas and we do try and think of content that's out the box that's important that's in line with what we do yeah. if i went to cal and said i'm gonna post a photo like scrunch <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> not that not photo that but just like, <laughs> I obviously have a six pack. It's very quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see it. If I did a photo bent, bent over or pulling my skin yeah. and I said, oh, Cal, this is a trend. I'm going to put this up. I categorically know yeah. you would say, no, it's patronizing yeah, as fuck for yeah. you to do mm -hmm. that. Awesome. And I think it is coming from someone like me. Yeah. If I was doing that, it is patronizing. Yeah, I know I've got, everyone has roles when they sit over, but that probably don't need to point yeah. that out. Like we could go into the gym today and film a workout that would do incredibly well on Instagram oh, yeah. with Lucy Davis doing like, oh, hey, here's a movement pattern that no one's ever done before. It makes no sense, but it looks really cool, really sexy yeah. on Instagram. I could easily do yeah. that. I could easily post things on Instagram that would go viral, that yeah. would blow up, but I don't because it's wrong no and i it's think that's the difference between wrong. being an influencer and being a person with influence yeah like being an influencer is a really negative connotation that all you do is post like oh hey guys today i'm just gonna promote this tea it's like the best tea ever and they've never drank it, it oh it takes five pounds off your weight no done absolute bullshit they're influencers they don't give two shits they just get emailed from their management hey this company wants to pay you 10 grand to promote this fucking tea cool i promote it to my two million followers and i'll get a paycheck at the end of it mm -hmm. never going to drink it again never drank it in the first place end of mm. you guys day in day out promoting content that is i think giving like a positive mental mental state positive ideals or i don't know it's just it's not bullshit and i, I don't i simply wouldn't work for you guys if it was if you were day in day out promoting that absolute bullshit that i see people do i mean you just get fed up with it i, I fucking get sick of saying it yeah 
all the I've, time. I've had to unfollow quite a few people because it triggers me. Yeah, I get, I get, I genuinely get upset by it because I'm like, how can you share that yeah. to other innocent people? And I say innocent people because they don't know any different. Mm. Young do girls you know, would look at it. Sometimes gets me is the thing that like you'll get some people who like their ethos and what they're about is very strongly opinionated on those type of people who promote bullshit, who who put crap into the industry and will actively speak and voice that. But then four weeks later, we're doing a podcast with that person or doing an event yeah, with that person yeah, yeah. or like <laughs> being friends with that person. And it's just like fucking, you couldn't be any more two-faced. Mm. Yeah. It's very backwards sometimes in regard to like, people just want to like use people to, 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 to move further. And I'm all about like everyone getting on, but... I think what you've got to keep into consideration is your own ethos and your own values over trying to push forward and leapfrog on someone else's success as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, there's a lot of that in the industry. Which is what you, you do often say, and it's like, what is going on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. But, um, okay, another question, Kyle. Go on. Tongue in cheek. Hit me. What is the best thing about working with us Ooh, and what is the thing. worst thing i'd say the best thing about working for you guys is the freedom to just create stuff and like so if i was working for an agency or working for another brand that had six layers of like this is the like so i'm head of content but like say there was um head of digital head of um head of visuals and then like a visual director and then a, a like a company manager system manager and then like a CEO or something like that. It was like six layers of people. If I said, hey, I want to put up this Instagram thing, they'd say, cool, I'm going to check it off with Jill, who's going to check it off with Rob, mm-hmm. who's going to check it off with Gary, who's going to check it off with the fucking CEO. No. With us, I say, oh, hey, saw this cool trend on TikTok. I literally DM Ben last night. Cool. Saw this cool mm-hmm. trend. Let's shoot it tomorrow. Instant. It's like we quick can- Quick pace, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Really quick. Really. I'm like, if we fail, fuck it, we fail. We just- start again the next day you know mm-hmm. um that's really good that's great for me like having the creativity and like the ability to kind of yeah do our own thing really good um the worst thing oh. i mean ben farts every 12 seconds <laughs> yeah i would like, feel like that's uh, probably the worst i should have put that in the contract first shouldn't i just yeah. be susceptible to way. yeah backward arrows every now and again <laughs> Um, yeah Uh, the worst thing about working for you guys honestly like I'm not even just saying this there are no negatives to my job like it's it's I I would put I would put one to you is that like and I think this is part of the industry that we work in as as well and like the culture and some of that we need to continually be, be working on collectively is the ability to switch off sometimes. Like yeah. once, because we don't really have like a natural parameter of times, like it's nine to five, or like sometimes there'll be like stuff on a weekend that we, yeah, we, yeah. we do. Like that would be my, even from my point of view. Yeah. The, the kind that's of a, thing. That's a good way of looking at it. Yeah, I've not even really thought about that to be fair. Cause so obviously being a part of the My Coach School, I look after the Instagram page for the My Coach School. So there are like on a Saturday, there are, you know, DMs that need responding to. I've got, in the last couple of weeks, I've stopped responding as much on the weekends. I'll do it like in the evening or in the morning. Um, but then like the post goes up at seven. So like I do work at seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not work, but it's like 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. That Yeah. So that's something. But then now that we've found like a scheduling tool, that's better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, so if you guys need something sending to you, I always send it on to like ASAP. Mm-hmm. There's no, I don't like to just say, oh, I'll do that on Monday at like 9am. Cause that's just not really the industry. We, we work quick, run Instagram, on YouTube, on TikTok, on all loads of social media. So we do need things quick and it needs to be sent. And I have no issue doing it, to be honest. But I think for some people, yeah, not being able to switch off and be like, yeah, like I'll be on, say I'll be on like FaceTime to some of my mates and then you guys message me at like 8.50 or like 8.30 and say, oh, any chance you could just, uh, like, oh, you asked me a quick question and I'll go, oh yeah, it's this, da, 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 done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll be like, oh my God, what the hell? Are you working at 8.30? I'm like, yeah, it's just, Lucy just needed to know like mm-hmm. what the, in the aspect ratio for Instagram, IGTV yeah, was. Yeah, it's like yeah. a 30 second job in the bag. I'd never do that. But I think <laughs> that's because their company doesn't give two shits about them. Mm-hmm. So why should they give two shits about their company? Yeah, Their company is just like, we'll pay you as low as we can pay you to do your job. And they'll say, cool, I'll do that work from nine till five. But then from five till nine, don't even think about talking to me because I'm not yours through that time. 
Whereas with you guys, it's like, there's a mutual respect there. And if there was no mutual respect, you wouldn't hear from me until nine o'clock in the yeah, morning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I enjoy coming to work. We get on really well. So if you need to know an answer to something, it's because you're not messaging me at 8.30 because you think, huh, Cal's not doing anything and he's my bitch. So he's going to respond to me <laughs> whenever I fucking ask. It's because, oh shit, I actually need to know this. Yeah. Cal, what's the answer? Yeah, this, yeah. really easy. I, mean, I was in that mentality though when I worked for the police. I, yeah. Like, I clock on at such and such time, I clock off, and outside those it was like, leave me the fuck alone because this is my time. Literally. I think it depends, like, what, what role you go into, and, like, knowing the position in the industry that you're going into. Because I know that people who work for like other social media companies and other fitness companies and whatever, and they do get stressed because there's that element of like, sometimes there is no switch off, and there does need to be that time yeah. of like rest because you'll just you'll just burn out otherwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously like you'll, there'll be great perks to some stuff like we'll just go and leave and go somewhere for six weeks. Yeah. And that in that period of time, there's very little stress. Yeah. But then we'll have like times like, especially the start of this year, where we've got like loads of campaigns. Yeah. We've got loads of web stuff to do. We've got the app stuff to do. And it's like stressful. So it, it kind of comes like waves and troughs of like where stuff will, will even out. Yeah. But I'd say even for, for us as well at the same time, it's like we went away last week to Anglesey. I'd say it's the first time since running the business that I have from like all levels been able to fully take a step back and switch off mm. about thinking, oh shit, I need to just, I'll quickly go on email and write that email. No, it wasn't happening. I'd attend, I'd put out of email on. If anyone was emailing me, it was fucking getting done yeah. the week later. Same with like Instagram, like the content that I did that week, it was me and you like pissing around on the beach. Yeah. We were fucking around. I took a couple of selfies. Yeah. Yeah. Weren't sending stuff back to you going, oh, Cal, can you edit this? So I can put the post up this week. I yeah. would just put a phone myself because it was real. Uh, I didn't, I've, I've got like 50 DM requests because I didn't, wasn't replying to no DMs. Mm. Um, client are told that I wasn't going to be doing check-ins that week apart from like a, a text format. Yeah. And they were fully on board and appreciative of that. Because again, like you, sometimes to be selfless, you've got to be selfish with your own time. And, ten, and spend that time to like just take a step back because yep. most of the time if you think of anything like I know this is really like weird analogy but if something doesn't work mm. like the microwave will turn it off and turn it back on yep. like you yep. function okay exactly the same with us if you switch off for a week mm. and back on you'll probably perform better the week after anyway yeah. it's important that you have have that time as well yep. I think that's like the same for you like if you ever need anything like you're going to Barcelona in a week you'll yeah, probably exactly. have a great time from just switching off and yeah. doing nothing, you probably yeah. come back and be way more creative yeah, because sure. you're seeing different places, yeah. you've been around different people. Like it's good just to have that time to just completely yeah. zone like, out. At the moment, I'm feeling pretty burnt out with like I've got a lot of tasks on. We've got like the we've got the app launching soon. We've got a lot of like back end content that needs going up. I've got files all over the place. And so yesterday I got home. I you know I was on FaceTime. And I was just saying like I'm feeling really burnt out at the minute. I, I feel like Yesterday we just I plowed through a shitload of work that needed to get done and boxed off so that we could shoot today, and yeah, uh, it's just nice to know that there is like that flexibility. I could just message you and say, "Hey, I'm feeling a bit snowed under. I need a bit of a, a, a break from this, that, the other. I need help if needs be." But I don't know. I mean, that's definitely that's different between like a leader and a boss as well. Like a a leader will be someone who's like willing to to yeah. do shit, like and not have that ego. Like I said the other day, all three of us at the end of the day are content creators as yeah, well. Yeah. So like we can all do shit and we can all help out mm. in order to make sure that we all get shit done. I think that's what we always do. Mm. We always muck, muck in to get shit done. Yeah. yeah, I also think we have, this is not anything to do with what we were speaking about, but my head's been like wearing itself. I, go, yeah. I think we have a really good emotional relationship. So... We're getting tissues out here? Or? No, I'm just thinking, for example you wouldn't have experienced being close to someone who essentially gets bullied online or mm. trolled online. And I remember in Lanzarote, oh my God. I had it really, really, really bad with that one photo. Yeah. And I it was the first there. time you've probably ever seen me cry about I it. And you, yeah. I just went off. I was like very in myself. I just went off to do some work and you came over to me and you were just like, are you okay? Can we talk about it? Because I think you needed to understand how i was feeling so like for example in future when it happens again mm. you kind of knew what to say mm. like when it happened not long ago you were so great mm. with me you knew what to say you had a really good approach to it yeah. whereas in lanzarote you were probably a bit taken aback because you're like oh my god yeah. like 
she's upset what do i i don't understand like what do i, I do i just think like lucy's got half a million followers so she must get hate all the time so she's used to it but, oh my god mm. you get a shitty message from someone saying oh your abs look like this or you look like that or whatever it really affected and that was something to be fair that i should have mentioned before that's something i didn't realize mm. i didn't realize how yeah you much, probably like, didn't expect stuff like lucy that reads every single message that comes across like i i see you in lanzarote you'd be in a bikini walking around suntanning like responding to dms like yeah, I didn't realize just how much, like, is it work? How much engagement you have with your audience. And, like, mm. I, there are people that I know, influencer-wise, who certainly don't manage their accounts, certainly don't, like, give a shit about messages. Wouldn't, but, like, for people like you, you're very much, like, in touch with everyone. And you actually give a shit, and people's opinion does affect you. Yeah, I remember walking to the underground car park in Lanzarote. Me and Ben went to maybe a haircut or something. Yeah, you went in. And Lucy was in the back of the car. Out. Like, I hope you don't mind me saying, but just crying your eyes out. Oh, God, yeah. I'm some not, yeah. absolute cunt had said some horrible things about you. And I was I was genuinely, like, a bit Yeah, I remember you being really thrown off. Yeah, I didn't know what to do. It was horrible. Um, but, I, but that's what I mean. We have, like... A re- which is important in our industry to have a good emotional relationship and yeah. be able to talk about different things, be able to communicate about different things. And I feel like you could do that with us and we could do that sure. with you as yeah, well, which literally. is just something I wanted to point out. Yeah, it's very, uh, very valid points, I think. Thank you. And that's one of the other things that you probably don't... No one else is going to see that part because unless you're there at the time and see that an initial emotional response to... A message you you wouldn't see it. so that's probably like another side to things that you'll, you'll see yeah, literally. a lot more of yeah and i think yeah lucy just gets a lot of fucking hate online that yeah i think whenever you're great at something that you're gonna it's gonna come with oh my god shit. so much and literally 99 days out of 100 it would just run off your back and it wouldn't really affect you that mm. badly but then some days you're at a low point like missing home you're missing your family you're missing your mum and dad covid's been a bitch you haven't seen your grandparents in however long and some knobhead just yeah. sends some horrible message to you it just genuinely slaps you when you're down yeah, yeah. just makes you want to go punch some people but mm-hmm. on a on a slightly different though do you know what else is new apart from cal in the podcast that i didn't have last week Ooh, what's new it's not an object oh what me oh mustache tash. Mm. hello well okay. how do we feel about a tash loose I like it. Kissing a man with a mustache. Yeah, I like it. it. Really? Yeah. Well, he's done this new thing where he's like cut all his top bit off. Yeah, I like now I trim from there down to like make the top bit a bit neater. I do like it. I need to do the bottom bit a bit neater and have a bit of a a shave up as well. Would you go clean shaven with a tattoo? I don't know. That's too strong. That's way too. That's pretty strong. That's that's. Yeah, I feel like it's like when you like cut all your grass and then you like use scissors to do the rest of the edge as well to make it really prominent. It's a bit much. I kind of want a little bit of a subtle blend. Like shaving like a star into your pubes or something. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking it's yeah. A, bit, a bit too much. Too it's like much. anal bleaching. It's just too far. No, like, no, no. It's a moustache and that's, that's, that's as far as it goes. Remember when I had the Captain Hook? Uh, last oh year. God. That was before I came home with yeah, you guys. Yeah, was it? Really yeah, yeah I, had a, I had a really big uh, handlebar. Yeah. And you had orange hair. I was going through a midlife crisis, babe, all right? <laughs> I look like fucking... I look, so I look like a, a crossbreed between like Jimmy Neutron and Captain Hook. <laughs> It was fucking like not your hair was a good orange, time, was it? And you had this, you you got like this. Oh, but you loved them all the same, right? Loved them all the oh, same. But I'm just. But you're thinking about your mind. What the fuck is <laughs> happening? Just thinking back. He had orange hair and like this crazy mustache. Like, so your sister dyed my hair, which was be blonde, and it went ginger. I told you. And then I end up shaving it all off, and then I look like Charles Bronson. Yeah. I was so. There's a lot of looks that went on in one month. Yeah, lockdown was tough. Yeah, yeah. took us toll. <laughs> But, yeah. but it's been a great episode. I've enjoyed this one. I have. a little bit of a ch- different chit chat. Yeah, I hope you guys have enjoyed it as well. Yep. Getting a bit of an insight. And, and obviously, just know that the man behind the page, the content, and often in the Facebook group and stuff as well. So if you're not part of our micro school private Facebook group, link in the bio. Cal will insert that link in the bio. There's going to yep. be a few other links in there today as well. Sure. Um, please, please make sure that you vote for us in the british podcast awards yep because if you don't what are you gonna do there'll be no more episodes there'll be no more episodes and gone cal is gonna come around to your nan's house yep on the way and 
with a small needle, pierce every single tea bag that she has in her house. Yeah, yeah. So that when she, you have tea, when you sip it, all you'll taste is little bits all the time. And that's not a good thing yeah, either. Yeah, no, you don't want that. Just make sure that you vote. Yeah, in the bio, come on. Yeah. That, that's what Carly told me before. But the other thing is we love it when you share the podcast. We love it when it's on story. We love it when you message us about it because it's honestly... Out of any piece of content that I create every single week, YouTube, Instagram posts, Facebook, email, the podcast is the most meaningful to me and the one where we can have a, a, a chit-chat and be on a level with. Mm-hmm. I agree massively. It's like a little therapy session. Do you know what's so funny whilst you've been talking? You know how usually it's just you on the camp, just you and just me? Yeah. That's on both of us, isn't it? Yeah. And I've been like, <laughs> I've been doing this when Ben's been talking. Like you're going to watch that. You're that hungry. <laughs> I've been wow. doing that on the mic and I just realised that camera <laughs> is also on Always me. So the me. whole time you've been speaking. <laughs> <laughs> I never noticed that you usually do that, but if you've just been an absolute freak. No, well, sometimes when the camera's just on you mm. and like I'm sat, what well, you sit over there and I'm sat here, I'm just like looking around. I'm doing this with the mic. Like, Why are you putting your nose my, on the mic? No, just like rubbing the ends of my nose or just being weird. And I'm completely on camera this time. Well, thank you very much for that. Yeah. It's embarrassing. But yeah, please, please share the podcast. Again, all the links from this episode will be left in the bio. My Fabletx link will be left in there as well um, with the quiz, I think, as well, to shop anything Fabletx and obviously this absolutely sick outfit. And if you enjoyed it, if you've got any questions about the episode or for Cal, Cal will usually reply from the Not So Fit Cool podcast page as well if you want to ask him anything or us anything and you're watching on youtube drop those comments below or any future guests that you want to see leave in the comments for Mm -hmm. us as well and as always guys we will catch you in next week's episode see you later bye guys see ya